We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. This is Pastor Jolly John Lekumski, um, kind of a wandering Aramean. I don't really have any place anymore. I'm in St. Louis. I'm in Minnesota. I'm all over the place. You're hard to keep track of, John. I am. You're Florida. You're, you're <laughs> oh, everywhere. That's right. Been in Florida, You're too. a rambling man. <laughs> that's right. You never know where Jolly John's going to be. Well, when you're on the run from the law, Matt, that's how your life is. So let, let me tell you, kids out there, don't. Don't go against the law because you'll spend your life on the run. <laughs> That's why you keep moving around. That's right. I can't stay in one place for long. He might just show up at your church one Sunday morning. You never know. That's right. Watch out. Make sure you get there early so he doesn't take your pew. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, actually, we've been doing some guest preaching, so that's true, too. <laughs> well, that's good. We, we were in Dodge City, Minnesota. We were in uh, uh, outside of Oakville, uh, Illinois, preaching. So, yeah, we kind of been doing that, too. You're in demand. <laughs> well, no, it's just when they can't get anybody else. Is this people are desperate. Is <laughs> that what you're saying? <laughs> we'll call Lekomsky. Uh, we, we can't get anybody else. <laughs> and we, you, who are you? We need to introduce you because you're actually alive and well and working in one place. That's and... right. Pastor Matt Youngblood Clark from Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful South St. Louis. So, yes, uh, you'll always find me at Ascension. <laughs> uh, I'm not going anywhere, John. No, no traveling here. No, we're, How many we're years? Ascension. How many years at Ascension? At Ascension, eight years, John. Isn't that eight incredible? years, yeah. yeah so, upon uh, a decade. Yeah, this past uh, October, October 6th, uh, was the anniversary. And, yeah, no, wonderful place to be. We thank God for uh, for calling me there. And I love Ascension and, and Word of Life and the community there. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks be to God. And it has really just been really a blessing for you and for them. And yeah, God does do good things. And we're, yeah, we've just been, we've been blessed, John. You know, we, you know, it's uh, this, that phrase, you know, the the man doesn't pursue the call, the call pursues the man, right? And, and that's, that's been true in our case. Yeah, we've never really pursued that, uh, you know, tried to to get the right call. But, you know, the Lord just uh, provides and has just seen it fit to call me to, Two wonderful churches so far, uh, to, to Waterloo, Emmanuel in Waterloo, Illinois, where I first served, and now to Ascension in St. Louis. And, you know, thanks be to God, you know, and uh, we'll, you know, you know, the future's in his hands, too. So, and, and while all this has been going on, you've also been part of Wrestling, wrestling with, with the, the Basics. basics. Yeah, and, we did and, it on cue together. Yeah, please thanks, enjoy John. that, because we are in studio again, but that'll probably be the last time for a while, so you'll never, we won't be able to coordinate that. That one more time, just for fun. Wrestling, wrestling with, with the, the basics. basics. It is so nice to be able to say it at the same time. Right on cue. Um, so we got all kinds of email from our our Christmas episode. That was our last episode back there in uh, 2021. Where was the jalapeno chorus? People were asking. And, well, I don't blame them. Yep. Yeah, no. Uh, but copyright issues. Apparently, we can't just play anything we want to play anymore. <laughs> Back in the old days when we were live, and that's all we were. That's right. <laughs> and what are they going to do? It's done. It's over. It's gone. But now since this is all recorded and podcast, yeah, now you have to be careful about that. So so just for fun's sake, real quick, for those who wondered and asked, can we just sing like the first couple lines? 
Jalapeno, 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 jalapeno. Well, that was about it. It's not the same, is it? There's something about guacamole in there, guacamole. too. Guacamole. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Enough of that. Uh, it is Epiphany. You just celebrated Epiphany, people, two days ago. God bless you. And Matt, you said you wanted to share with us some stuff about Epiphany. Yes, John. Yeah, I what's sure the do. color Glad for Epiphany, asked. by the way? <laughs> Is that you're, white? You know, colors. So, yeah, we've got uh, the different pyramids. That's what yeah, you're talking yeah. about. The, the, on the altar, and you know, the pastor wears the stole around his neck. So, I, I believe it's green, John. Green. Is it green, really? For I Pivoty? believe so. Have I been on a. Because I always thought it was like red. Or, like, don't we do something different for a pivot? I think it's green. So, okay. I, I'm pretty oh. sure. So, you know, you got well, white you for Christmas, know. you know, and, okay. and those that you know those first, second Sunday for oh, Christmas. Yep, yep. And, then, and then you got a switch. And then you got, then you okay. got your green. Yeah. So. All righty. Well, and I have those pyramids, so we're in good shape. Good, good. Yeah, the blue thing for Advent. But that's so. If you want to get Pastor Jolly John something for for his (laughs) birthday, for my birthday, February, blue blue pyramids. He would love that. Love that. So, so uh, uh, now that a blue stole is what we mean, right? Yeah, that's right. Not a whole set of pyramids. You just need the stole. Usually, wherever it goes on the neck. Hey, I don't bring my own pyramid; just my stole. Why? Why would it be green though? That's interesting. It's a special holiday, wouldn't you yeah, think you'd have I a special color? Well, I mean, well, for well, I think for the perhaps for the day of oh, the Epiphany, day of Epiphany, white, yeah. but that season of Epiphany. Okay, then it just yeah. goes back to yeah. green. Yeah, green. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, so, well, I'm glad we got that straight. Well, what I'm is sure, this? I'm whole... sure our listeners were on the edge of their seats <laughs> were... to learn what color the pyramids would be for Epiphany. <laughs> oh, well, it's a little late too. That was two days ago. So yeah. if they got them wrong, you can't do anything about it until next year. <laughs> By the way, do speaking about that, we are going to try to get the rights. For next Christmas episode. So mark that on your calendar. For the help you, Next of year, 2022, yes. the special Christmas episode, we are going to try to get the right. Well, I think we should. Okay. Yeah, we, you we know, if, even if we that. have to pay a little fee or whatever. We, uh, we, uh, yeah. You're worth it, people. Check, you're John. worth the money. If it costs us five, ten bucks, twenty even, not much over that, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but Epiphany. What, why, why should we even care about Epiphany? What, what's this all about? Well, I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Uh, so Epiphany. Uh, that is uh, the gospel reading for Epiphany is typically that account of the Magi, right? Yeah. And they come to seek out the one who's king, born king of the Jews. By the way, Lynn says thank you for saying Magi. Magi. You're yes. welcome, it's Lynn. It's not Magi. Lynn will tell you it's <laughs> Magi. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Fair enough. Right. Yeah. Um, so when we when we think about that, I, and when we think about the day of Epiphany, it it gives us the opportunity as we contemplate that 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 whole account. And we'll we'll read more of that in a moment. But I, I think we need to each contemplate for ourselves. Did Jesus come for me? Yeah. Did oh, Jesus yeah. come for yeah. me? Yeah. Because I, I think sometimes we just make that assumption. Well, of course Jesus came for me, right? You know, I'm a, I'm a pretty lovable guy, you know, and hey, of course Jesus came well, for me. That's easy for you to say, Matt. <laughs> I can see where he would come for you. Yeah. yeah. But I think deep down, you know, yeah. well, yeah, Jesus came for me. Um, but but really to read this account and, and, and give that some thought, you know, did Jesus yeah. come for me? Um you know, because when we think about it, who is who's Jesus? Well, you know, from a, a human point of view, right? So, where did Jesus come from? Well, he's he's what's his ethnicity, John? Yeah. He's a Jew, he's right? He's Jewish. Yeah, he's yes, Jewish. Yeah. And what what tribe does he come from? Uh, Judah, the tribe of Judah, yeah, right? House of David. Yeah, House of David. Yeah. And he's been promised throughout the Old Testament, Hebrew scriptures, right? All those things. So, wait a second. I'm not I'm not an no. Israelite. 
I, I'm not Jewish. I'm not. I'm not from the tribe of Judah, right? Uh, did he come for me? Does he love me? Uh, I'm just some guy that lives, you know, in the 21st century. I'm not even on the same continent. I'm. I'm here in North America. Uh, did Jesus really truly come for me? And and, and 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 see now you got me thinking about something I never thought about before because I always thought about the Jewish thing. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Jewish. But even if you were a Jew, that wouldn't guarantee it because, you know, most of the tribes, 10 of the tribes, they got wiped off the map long before Jerusalem was destroyed and they were taken off to exile. So it's a real question. If you're not part of even the House of David tribe of Judah, maybe you don't count either. Yeah. You know, because God wiped them out a long time ago, mm-hmm. even before everybody mm-hmm. else got. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah, am I included in this? Yeah. And, and you know, to give that some thought, uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why— why this is included in the scriptures, okay. this account of the Magi, so that we realize, yeah, I'm included. Yeah. I, I am a part of this. I can celebrate, like we talked about at our last episode uh, in 2021. Uh, yeah, we can rejoice. We can have joy at Christmas because, yeah, this Savior, he came for me too. So let's let's go ahead and read a few verses from Matthew chapter 2, where we have the beginning of this count of the Magi coming to visit Jesus. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men, uh, magi, as Matt said, from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Who is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Yeah, thank you. So, uh, you know, again, magi, we're already talking about that word. You know, this translation from the English Standard Version says wise men, but that term wise men wasn't used till centuries later. But yeah. These were magi. These were guys who were, to some extent, magicians even, who were likely in some kind of royal court. where they're, I- Ironic that, in a, that magi yeah. would be called magicians. Just pointing it out, sweetheart, life, wife. <laughs> hey, it, was, it was John, yeah. not me, Lynn, yeah. okay? Okay. <laughs> So anyway, but these are the, the part of the point is these guys are totally, totally unexpected, yep. right? Yep. Not only are they not Jews, uh, but they are Gentiles from a foreign land, probably Persia, that area. And on top of that, they're also these magician types who are probably maybe into some kind of dark arts, perhaps, and what they're doing. But yet, how do they end up here? How do they end up on the scene in Jerusalem and then eventually in Jesus' presence? Well, just real quick before we answer that, yeah. if you if you want to understand, appreciate what Matt's saying, go read the Book of Acts because there are magi in the Book of Acts too, and and none of the instances they're very good. Yeah, that it's always problematic, and they're usually opposing the forces of good, the Holy Spirit, and all that. Yeah, and well, even okay. in the Old Testament, like in the Septuagint, oh, yeah. that same yeah. word magi is used of these. Um, these guys in the court that are trying to interpret dreams of like Nebuchadnezzar, for instance. I'd forgot about and that. And so, you know, Daniel interprets it, and these magi, they they fail miserably, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, that's and so you got that great contrast there in Daniel as yeah. well. Yeah, these are not these are not who you would expect. No, you're not, no. these are not the guys you look at and say Jesus came for them. He came for these magi. Well, we wouldn't say that, but but God would. Yeah, and that's yeah. The amazing. And, and and the people at those times would no, oh, this would have totally blown them away. That this is the people that show up. The last people you think yeah. of. Last people. But, but but I'm assuming to answer your question, it's because they saw a star. Is that what we're, what yeah. you're getting at? Yeah, yeah. and who okay. put the star there? 
Well, God, well, God he did, puts right? all the stars yeah, exactly. there. I didn't put a star there. Yeah. You didn't yeah. put a star there. That's right. God, God did. did. And then, you know, eventually then they even remember, read read the scriptures and, you know, that, that prophecy about the Savior coming to Bethlehem. And, and who wrote the scriptures? Well, God did, ultimately. Although, so, you know, who they're, who, who they're quoting when they talk about the star? There's a star shall arise in Judah. Mm-hmm. That That's that's that other pagan prophet. It's oh, not oh, one yeah, of God's yeah, yeah. good prophets. Yeah. What's There's the guy's Balaam, name? Balaam. Balaam. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That that's his word. Yeah. 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 So yeah. so ultimately, though, I mean, my my point is, <laughs> we do have a point, right, John? Yeah. Uh, God wants them oh. there. Oh, right? we don't have that sound um, effect. That's too bad. Yeah, that is <laughs> God, too bad. God wants them there. God wants them there. Yeah. These Gentiles, and and for the good news for us is, you know, as as Gentiles and and Jews who may be listening to, and I'm, thank God that you are. Um, no matter where we live, no matter what our cultural background is. No matter what, a God wants to include us in the salvation that Jesus brings. Jesus came as a savior for you, and that is that's the great news of, of Epiphany. Uh, but but the other thing I wanted to talk about today, though, John, in particular, is you know this isn't something new because I think we think sometimes, okay, I'll buy that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we've got Epiphany, and we've got the Magi, and and we see clearly there. Yeah, yeah, Jesus came for them. We got the star. Okay, good, I got it. So then Jesus was born, and now. All of a sudden, he's the savior for all people, and God loves all people, and God wants all people to be saved. Got it. Well, yes, but that didn't start there, right? Ah, okay. You know, God's desire for all people to be saved, for the savior to come for all nations, was earlier. It was in the Old Testament. It was from the beginning, from the beginning, from the foundation of the world, even. And that's true for each one of us, no matter who we are, that God wanted us to be saved, that he wanted us to, to know our Savior, uh, no matter who we are. And this is God's plan from the beginning. So what I want to do today is, is take some time to look at some okay. Old Testament verses where we see just that, where we see that you know God isn't just a God who cares for the, the Israelites, the Jewish people, although he certainly does, and the Savior comes from that line, right? Yeah, thanks be to God. But, but he's a God who loves and cares for and even cares about the salvation of all nations, all people from the beginning. So our first verse, let's let's go all the way back to Genesis, all the way back to Genesis. First book of the Bible. 12. First Let, book, and if yeah. you can read Genesis 12, uh, verses 1 to 3. Now the Lord said to Abram, Go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you, and I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great, so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you I will curse and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Yeah. So here's Abraham, and at this time, Abram, uh, beginning to be resigned to, to not having a child of yep. his own, right, in his older age. And yet God comes to him and says, I'll, I'll make your name great, right? Um, but the, the big promise, the big part of the promise we want to look at for today is, and all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Yep. Right? Because, because when it says about, I will make you a great nation, we would assume he's talking about the Israelite nation, mm-hmm. the Jewish mm-hmm. nation. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that God says, "Yeah, because you got to have some nation." Oh, right? yeah. Everybody comes. No doubt. I'm an American. Yeah. You're American, but, but my ancestors came from Germany, Poland, uh, uh, Ukraine. We, you got to have a nation. Everybody has a nation to come from. Yeah. But the point is, yeah. But it'll be more than that. It'll be all the earth. That's what it says. Yeah. All the families of the earth yeah. shall be blessed. So this one who is Abraham's seed, the one that's going to come through Abraham, and of course we know that one eventually is Jesus Christ, yeah. right? 
all nations, all families of the earth blessed through him. So already, Genesis chapter 12, uh, we see that, yeah, God uses Abraham in a special way. God uses that nation of Israel in a special way. Thanks be to God. But uh, Jesus comes to bless all families, including ours. Yep. Yeah. yeah, see, that's the cool thing. Yeah, our family. You take of your family right now, that's who he came to bless. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Let's. Uh, let, w- there's other things in Genesis. So let's, okay. let's skip all the way ahead to Genesis 49, verse 10. And this is where... Um, at the very end of Genesis, remember uh, the, the Israelites, you know, uh, Jacob and his sons are in Egypt. Yeah. And as he blesses them, uh, these are the words that he says to, to Judah uh, in particular, uh, who's his son. And, and we get the tribe of Judah from, from Judah. So the scepter shall not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet until tribute comes to him. So again, we're having the whole Judah thing that we've been talking yeah. about. Yeah. But here's the last phrase, the last part of the blessing. And to him shall be the obedience of the peoples, of the peoples, not just people of Judah, but all the peoples. Yeah, so this king is coming from Judah, from Judah's line, right? He's going to rule, he's going to reign. To him shall be the obedience of the peoples. So it's not just of the Jews, it's not just just one nation, but of the peoples, the nations. Uh, He's going to rule and reign the nations. And certainly we see that again. That's that's only fulfilled in Jesus Christ when it comes as the prophet, priest, and king. That's part of his office as the Christ. And 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 the peoples with the S yes, there in the plural. Yes. See, that's really important because the Bible does talk about the nation. You see that in the Old and New Testament. Mm-hmm. But that's referring mm-hmm. again to the particular group of people, those the people of Israel. Yes. Uh, but but when it says the plural, no everyone understood that's talking about the Goyim. That's talking about everybody who isn't a Jew, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They'd be this specific in this blessing. And then on the last day, of course, at Christ's return, we'll all know that. All we'll see nations. it clearly, right? All yeah. peoples will see that he yeah. is he is king to rule and reign forever. Yeah. So, speaking of kings, we're going to jump up to Exodus chapter okay. 9. Uh, so, this is uh, during the, in the midst of the 10 plagues in Egypt. And Moses uh, speaks these words from the Lord to Pharaoh. So uh, Exodus chapter 9, verse 16. This is interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. But for this purpose, I have raised you up to show you my power so that my name may be proclaimed in all the earth. Yeah. Yeah. So that, so again, God, God cares about Israel, no doubt, but not just Israel, but all the earth. So the reason why Pharaoh is even allowed to reign in Egypt is so that through these plagues and eventually through the Exodus, God's name, the Lord's name, Yahweh's name would be proclaimed, not just in Israel, not just in Egypt, but all the earth. That's well, his desire. The whole earth knows who he is, the Lord God. And isn't that crazy that the whole thing about the Egyptians is so that they and the Jews and yes. everybody can read these stories and know the glory of God. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, for sure. The whole earth. Uh, God loves, even then, right, the whole earth. Because we think John three sixteen for God so loved the world that he sent his son. That's not just a New Testament truth. That is a biblical truth. Yeah. So uh, let, and, 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 I'm sorry, just draws a connection back to the Christmas story uh, about Caesar Augustus. And, and again, it says he moves everybody. Everybody in the known world gets moved by his thing. But in that same passage, it says, why? So that the Savior could be born in Bethlehem. So it's the same thing. He's taking the secular re- ruler. He's moving everybody in the whole world, but for one purpose. And that's everybody might know that there's a Savior born to them. Yes. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. The one born king of the Jews, as the Magi say, yeah. is also their king yeah. and also their savior. Yeah. 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 So uh, let's keep going. Exodus chapter 12, verse 48. Uh, about the Passover. If a stranger so sojourn with you and would keep the Passover to the Lord, let all his males be circumcised, then he may come near and keep it. He shall be as a native of the land, but no uncircumcised person shall eat of it. All right. So, yeah. So here we see that those who are non-Jews, yeah, they're welcome to celebrate the Passover. Yeah. Well, now there's some stipulation. They need yeah. to be circumcised. Yeah. Right? Ouch. Ouch. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, but they, they are welcome to the community. They can partake of the Passover. Uh, they uh, they can be as a native of the land, even. They're like, I'm, I'm thinking I don't want to be invited over to your Thanksgiving. <laughs> Oh yeah, John, you can come over and celebrate our Thanksgiving. What stipulation? But, yeah, but yeah. Well, I already am, so it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> but well, thanks, yeah, thanks for sharing, John. <laughs> okay, but you know the, uh, you know, and the the point here too. I think you know, yeah. like it's it's kind of the same in the church. You know, uh, who's welcome to the Lord's Supper, for instance? Oh, well, yeah. all, all people. But but before you come to the table, you know, have a right understanding of what's going on here. You know. Um, be baptized, you know, be instructed, uh, to, you know, to, to come and to eat. So anyway, that's that's a neat connection. Too. And just real quick, yeah. because he, the New Testament spells that out for us, that the circumcision that God's concerned about in the New Testament is not the circumcision of the flesh, but it's a circumcision of the, the heart. heart. Yeah. It's, it's the faith that's yes. important. Yeah, yeah, we do need to have that faith. And he wants to give you the faith, too. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't worry about that, because he'll give that to you. Yeah. Right. Grace upon grace. Yep. Uh, a wonderful thing from God. Yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, so there's just so many different examples here, John, one after another. Um, yeah, you got Leviticus, Deuteronomy, uh, Leviticus, Joshua, I know, I know. So we've got this, uh, you know, the whole book of Jonah, you know, think oh, about yeah. that. How the people of Nineveh, God goes out of his way to send this prophet to the terrible people of Nineveh. These are Assyrians. These are people that... Oh, man, they're nasty. They're nasty. They impale pale people. They're going to be the one... They take over Israel, for crying out loud, the northern kingdom, and yet God sends Jonah to, to warn them, and they repent, and God forgives. You know, again, these Gentiles, these non-Jews. And, and, and see, here's the thing, though, because Jonah, he doesn't think they, he should go to them. Yes. He should. And and I'm hard to... You know, maybe as Christians, we think there's some people, well, they really... No, no, see, God does love everybody. He really does. The very people that you think God wouldn't want to have anything to do with are especially the people he's concerned about, which is a really great comfort when you, you're thinking of yourself that maybe God wouldn't want to love you. Exactly. But he does. He really exactly. does. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, As we start to wrap up, the book of Psalms, chock full of this truth of God's love for all people. Here's just one example from Psalm 65, verse 5, John, if you don't know Oh, awesome deed, you answer us with righteousness, O God of our salvation, the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the farthest seas. Yeah, the God is our salvation, the hope of the ends of the earth. Yeah. Uh, that That's everyone. He's everyone's hope, the only hope we have. So all, you know, again, we could go on and on, but all these different times throughout the Old Testament scriptures where we see all people are included in God's love and plan of salvation centered in Jesus Christ. Jesus died for all, rose from all, he's going to return for all one day, and then includes whoever we are listening right now. And and one more verse, John, just to wrap up in case we still might doubt this, um, from the New Testament, perhaps the most famous of those verses, Matthew 28, 
uh, verses 18 and 19. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, uh, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Yeah. Yeah, the one who's with us always to the end of the age wants all people to know him. Uh, all nations, right? That doesn't leave anyone out, including whoever you are listening right now to Wrestling With The Basics. Yeah, that's the cool thing, Matt. Thank you. It's, it's you right now that we're talking to. He's come for you in his love and forgiveness.